Episode 114, Never Give Up. You're listening to The Game Changers with Jason Jennings. Leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention. Now, here's worldwide best-selling author and speaker, Jason Jennings, and your host, Dale Dixon. Welcome to The Game Changers with Jason Jennings, New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and USA Today best-selling author of eight books on leadership, growth, innovation, speed, and reinvention. I'm your host, Dale Dixon. This is the podcast dedicated to leading highly principled people to their full potential. Jason Jennings, great to be with you again. Uh, Dale, it's great to be with you. So uh, we're going to dive right in. The The topic for our conversation today on the podcast, never give up. I understand you had an amazing lunch conversation recently. Tell us the story. All right. Uh, well, there's this uh, venerable uh, 130 or 140 year old restaurant in San Francisco called Sam's. It's uh, the original fish restaurant. And uh, I have a very special friend. I'm not going to identify him uh, because I didn't ask him permission. Uh, he's in he's in the broadcasting business, uh, spent uh, quite a while as a big CEO of a big company in the broadcasting business. He's still very young, very, very accomplished. And we have been friends for a long, long time. Uh, He lives in Los Angeles. I live in Northern California. I'm never here when he's up here and he's never there when I'm down South. But for some reason, we were able to get together this week. And uh, and we had an incredible lunch. And uh, I guess the bonus lesson I learned this week is just, and we'll talk about it later, is, is just the value of, of incredible friendships. Um, however, after our lunch, uh, he had asked me to send him an email to follow up on a few things we talked about. And in the process of writing this email, I told him a story. And I thought, you know what? This has got to be this week's episode of the podcast. So can I dive in and tell you the story? Absolutely. Please do. All right. Well, you know, almost everything we talk about comes from either research for my books or it's what I've learned from the fascinating and accomplished people that I that I get to meet in traveling hundreds of thousands of miles each year. So I really don't tell many of many stories about me. Uh, but this is the story I related to him. And, and then I want to work with you and try to find the lessons in this uh, story. So the story goes back uh, to when I was a young boy. I was 13 years of age, and uh, I used to love to listen to the radio. And uh, every night while doing my homework, I would listen to uh, the Jim Amaras Night Beat Show on WJPD Radio. And I decided that I wanted to be a disc jockey. And so I told all of my friends, uh, I'm going to get a job as a disc jockey at WJPD. You watch. I'm going to do it. Well, of course, they said, come on, you're 13. Nobody's going to hire you. Well, dare, dare, double dare. I mean, I've got to do something about it. And so I go and apply for a job as a disc jockey at the age of 13. And I'm sure he's long gone, so I can safely use the name. Um, uh, His name was Bud. Um, Well, let's just say Bud. He was the general manager of the radio station. And uh, I said, I'd like to apply for a job as a disc jockey. And he said, what are you talking about? I mean, he didn't have a smile on his face. You're a 13 year. How old are you? And I said, I'm 13. He said, I'm not hiring any 13-year-old kid. Come on, we're running a business here. Get out of here. He literally threw me out of the radio station. Well, so the question is, what are you going to do? Are you going to be embarrassed in front of your friends? What about all those people who said, I told you so. I I told you you couldn't do it. And so what I did, Dale, and I have no idea where this came from, is uh, I went home 
and uh, I had one suit, my confirmation suit. Uh, I'd just been confirmed, and I put on my confirmation suit. I took a pad of legal paper, and for the next two weeks, it was the summertime, I uh, walked up and down the streets of the three little local towns and uh, trying to convince businesses to sponsor the Jason Jennings Teen Time Show. And at the end of two weeks, and I didn't know what to charge, but I thought $35 sounded like a good amount of money. And uh, so uh, at the end of two weeks, I had 33 businesses who had signed on each to spend $35 a week and sponsor the Jason Jennings Teen Time Show. And I went back to the radio station. I said, could I, could I see him for a moment, please? And he came out and he said, what do you want? And I said, I want to show you something. <clears throat> and I showed him the two pages with the 33 names of, of businesses agreeing to spend $35 a week. And he looked at me and he said, you're hired. Uh, you'll make a dollar and 25 cents an hour and a 15% commission. And I said, well, I don't know what a 15% commission is. And he said, well, you'll get 15% of all the money that you bring in on, on your Jason Jennings Teen Time show. Well, I, it didn't take me long to do the math. I mean, that was uh, a lot of money uh, when I was 13 years old. And it was and, more than your hourly ra- w- wage by a long well, shot. <laughs> well, by, by a long shot. I mean, it was about $5,000 a month. And so my commission was going to be about $750, $800 a month uh, for hosting a, a Saturday radio program called the Jason Jennings Teen Time Show. Now, I wish when I was and, – and, and so that's how my career in broadcasting started. Now, I wish at the time that I was – old enough or mature enough or had it together enough to have figured out the big lessons there. And it took me a number of years to figure out the lessons. And and I think if somebody can take on board these lessons at any point in their career, uh, it can help them achieve their full potential. So lesson number one, and, and feel free to jump in whenever you want, but I think lesson number one is everybody I've ever met wants to be something, somebody, they want to achieve something, they have a dream. I mean, if I had $10 for everybody told me they want to write a book or they want to be a public speaker, I'd have an extra million dollars in the bank. But lesson number one is for most people, it remains a dream. They stop before they get started. That's number one. I mean, it would have been very easy for me to be kicked out of the radio station, lick my chops, and move on to something else uh, or get another dream. So I believe that most people uh, stop at the, at the dream phase. Uh, they, they, they never take the next step. So everybody wants to be something or accomplish something or do something big. They want to be a CEO. They want to be this. They want to be that. They want to achieve this. They want to achieve that. And that's where it stops. It, it stops before any action. So I, th- I think that's lesson number one. Lesson number two, uh, the big lesson, I think, is that um, when they do take the first step, all of a sudden they realize there's going to be a lot of heavy lifting involved, a lot of heavy lifting. And then the next group of people give up because they're unprepared to do the heavy lifting. When I think back, I don't know where the power came to do it, but can you imagine being a 13-year-old walking up and down the the streets of these three small cities and uh, walking in and and trying to pitch yourself and trying to sell a radio program? I look back and sometimes I think, I, I don't even believe I did that. I mean, but I did, and I remember all of these people who said yes uh, to this day. So, so everything but I've, got to, I've got to pause right there. Did you have a coach? Did you have a mentor in your life? Uh, and those are terms that you wouldn't have 
thought of as a 13-year-old, but did you have somebody who said, you know what, try this, or where did you get that intestinal fortitude to go and walk into that first business? Um, I, I guess it would have to be my grandmother. Uh, my grandmother always said, I mean, you can do anything you put your mind to doing. And she always talked about the benefit of hard work and how people give up and just go for whatever you want to dream. Uh, she was a remarkable influence in my life, but no, I had no formal mentors or coaches whatsoever. And, and listen, as I was walking up and down the streets, there were, there were a few people, I mean, who just tossed me out of their stores, but you know what? There were also some wonderful people, Ben Berkey at the style shop, Phil Stein at Stein's clothing. I mean, I can still reel off the names today. I'm, I'm sure they were thinking in the back of their minds, geez, I wish I had a kid who would do something like this. And they basically adopted me, I think. Yeah, we want to. Well, there's something inside of us that want to see other people win. Of course there is. Yeah, of course there is. But but there's heavy lifting. I mean, there's. I have never done anything or accomplished anything in my life that didn't require immense amounts of heavy lifting. And most people, when they see how hard something is going to be, they just go, "No, dream's not worth it." I guess because I I can't do or I won't do the heavy lifting involved. Then the third lesson, and, and I think it's as important as the earlier two. Years later, uh, when I really got into broadcasting big time and had really a few accomplishments behind me, uh, Bud, Bud Shields, that's his full name, Bud Shields would tell the world that he had discovered young Jason Jennings in Ishpeming, Michigan. And, and I guess the lesson is whatever you want to accomplish, whatever you accomplish, whatever you get done, there's going to be somebody else who's going to want to take the credit for it. And over the years, you know, I've gotten really okay with that because that more speaks to their own need to be recognized, their own need to be successful. And because they probably didn't have it in their life, what they do is they just hook their caboose onto your train. And so now I think the lesson I've learned there is don't wait for somebody else to take the credit. Just give them the credit. When something good happens, there's enough credit to go around. And so very quick, the first time he took all the credit, I mean, for discovering Jason Jennings, I was, I was a little taken aback. And you know what? You play along and you say, you know what? Here's the guy that discovered me. Here's the guy that gave me the chance. I mean, you've got to be gentle of spirit. And so, and, and, and there's a fourth lesson coming up in a moment, but lesson number one, most people stop uh, before they take the first step. They want to do something. They want to be somebody. They want to achieve something, but they just never get off the mark. That's number one. Number two, anything you're going to achieve in life is going to entail a lot of heavy lifting, heavy, heavy lifting. And can I add and, discomfort? And discomfort. And discomfort. Heavy, lif heavy lifting, discomfort, and failure, and for every two steps forward, one step back. And so, so most people give up before they start. Almost everybody else gives up when they realize the immense heavy work involved. And then when you actually do something, somebody else is going to take the credit for it or want to take the credit for it. And I say, give them the credit. Uh, there's enough. There's always enough credit to go around. And then the fourth bonus lesson that came out of this week is this. Um, you know, I meet tens of thousands of people a year uh, at speeches and events and research. I, 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 I literally shake, I, don't know, I, I can't put a number on it, tens, maybe 20s, 30,000, 40, 50,000 people a year. Uh, but the surprise is this. I really don't have a lot of close friends. 
And so I remember leaving this luncheon this week. I just felt warm all over. I felt uplifted. I felt really good about myself. And I thought, gosh, am I lucky, I mean, to have a good friend who I just got to spend some time with. And uh, that's one of the things that I need to work on myself going forward. Uh, it's, it's the value of incredible friendships. So those were the big lessons for me this week. I love hearing the attitude of gratitude in that and what that does. I think, and that really filters through, uh, when you talk about sharing credit, that's an abundance mentality and you're, you know, there's enough to go around. Uh, and there's part of that, you know, I'm thankful to have people, bud, bud had to open the door. He had to say yes. The second time. Yes. Yes, he did. And you saw the opportunity to give him credit for that, even though it was a little more than you thought it should be. But, uh, and you just mentioned something that's, and I know we're probably running out of time, but uh, you mentioned something that uh, I, I hope people will think about this week, too. Uh, I've maintained for many, many years uh, in all of my going out, all of my coming in, and all of my businesses and everything I've ever accomplished that everybody comes uh, from one of two positions. They either come from a position of scarcity or they come from a position of abundance. And as we've talked about before, if you come from a position of scarcity, you don't believe there's enough for everybody. You believe that you've got to get every last little bit there is because otherwise somebody might take it. And as I point out to people, I've never met anybody in my life who comes from a position of scarcity in their business life who doesn't also come from a position of scarcity in their personal life. And they all end up very, very unhappy, tragic figures. When you come from a place of abundance, you, get, you believe there's enough for everybody to go around. And I'm such a firm believer that you will find what you look for. So if you're looking for the, if you're looking for the nose, if you're looking, you know, if you set out and expected every business to tell you no and to laugh at you and to kick you out, that's exactly what you would have found. But you looked exactly. in, you went looking for the yes, and and you said you found 30, 30 plus yeses. 30 plus 33, 33, 33 yeses, because you and went looking pressed, for yes. And, and if pressed, I could sit here and probably run down the entire list and not miss one. Mm -hmm. uh, that's how monumental it was in my life. That so, so the big message th that I want to impart this week is, you know, um, take the first step. I mean, don't let something just be a dream. Take, take a step. Don't, don't give up before you start. Second, be prepared, understand and know that it's going to be hard. There's going to be a lot of heavy lifting involved. And that's where most people give up. And be prepared to come from abundance and just share the credit with others. And when others want to take the credit, just smile and smile and be a generous spirit and let them take it. There's always enough credit to go around when things go right. And always uh, yeah value and treasure those relationships you have in your life. That is, uh, that's an inspiring message for us this week. Any final words? Any final words? Uh, yeah, I, I, for some reason, uh, you know, I get lots and lots of emails from readers of books and people have been at speeches and people listen to podcasts. And by the way, coming up in the next couple of episodes, we will share uh, some letters and, and, and uh, some listener mail. I, I, I promise that's going to happen. Uh, but for some reason, I, th I think it's the time of the year. We don't do this podcast on a calendar year, but it's the start uh, of a year. And I guess it's because a lot of people are thinking about reinventing themselves uh, or starting fresh. 
you're starting all over. I, I've been receiving an inordinate amount of mail about the reinventors. And so uh, if, if you're listening and, and you're thinking about starting over or a fresh start or taking on a new challenge or doing something, uh, I would urge you to uh, download or buy a copy of, of the reinventors. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a great read. I, re- I recall how much I enjoyed writing it. And I know the value that people receive from reading it. Speaking of uh, listener messages, Dave Shore reached out to me via LinkedIn and shared a great idea. And I'm going to I didn't run this by you first, but I think you're going to like it. And I think we should we should run with it. So his idea was let's open this up to Twitter and allow questions to come in via social media. So here's the deal. If you've got a question for Jason for the Game Changers podcast just uh, send a tweet, hashtag Ask Jason Jennings. All one word, hashtag Ask Jason Jennings. We will be watching for that hashtag in Twitter and, uh, and, and cite the podcast uh, when you tweet. If you, there's, hopefully there's something out of this podcast. Uh, you, can, you can condense to 144 characters or less. And then definitely ask the question, Hashtag Ask Jason Jennings. We're going to watch for those. We'll answer those in the podcast coming up. Good for you. Dale, I love it. Thank you All very right. much for that. So That's thanks, great. thanks for Dave Shore for giving us uh, that idea. That was fantastic. Sharing the credit wholly there with him. Well, Jason, thanks again for an inspirational show. We look forward to those questions at hashtag Ask Jason Jennings. And Jason is the author who USA Today calls one of the three most in-demand business speakers in the world. To find out how you can arrange to have Jason keynote your next event or leadership conference and learn about his fees and availability, be sure to check the website, jason-jennings.com. Click the contact button. Follow the instructions right there. This is the podcast dedicated to leading highly principled people to their full potential. Never give up. You've been listening to The Game Changers, leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention with business thought leader, best-selling author, and keynote speaker, Jason Jennings. Read Jason's most recent New York Times bestseller, The Reinventors, and visit his website at jason-jennings.com.